place for you at my table return to me good morning everyone I am Jalisa George from Good News Chapel, and with me is the lovely Shania Norega. And today we are going to interview the Norega family. All right, so Shania, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how it was growing up in a Seventh-day Adventist household. Um, honestly, I would say my childhood was a very protected one. I, I would think that I had a very decent childhood. I definitely had a lot of fun growing up. Um, we had like this huge house when I was growing up and it was like the meeting point for our whole family. So all my cousins would be over from mommy and daddy's side and we would have like these amazing sleepovers that we'll be up all night. I would say that I had a very sheltered childhood very protected but also very fun um, a very stable one I don't think I have any complaints on that okay so it's like a, a nice balance between yeah. you know knowing that hey the home is the home and yes. it's very safe it's a very safe environment you know families around yes. and yet you know that balance between you know interacting with all your other family members yes, yes? All right, so what would you say is like your greatest childhood memory? Well, my greatest childhood memory would have to be honestly the day that she was born. <laughs> I think that day I could remember because I was only four years old, mind you, okay. four or three. Right. And I remember that day from finish to start. And let me tell you why because okay. um, my mom, she would always have these big birthday parties for me and anytime my friends would leave I would come whining and crying mommy you know I want somebody to play with I want somebody so um you know somebody there with me and I want a baby brother so bad and this day she was like go and pray about it go and pray about it so that night they were having worship and um I was like mommy mommy daddy I could pray and it was like sure sure okay you want to pray sure right. and that night i prayed there jesus please give me a baby brother <laughs> and mommy told me about six weeks later she started to get the pregnancy you know symptoms and whatever so um it was honestly a surprise for her but i i think on that day I remember every single bit of it from because my I was at my uncle's house and he brought me to the park and I remember being so overwhelmed with like joy and excitement and I just remember seeing Shea for the first time and when I told you like my heart lights it up like to me and my I was just like I have a baby brother I was just like so excited I wanted to hold him but of course I can hold him yet and I was just like so overwhelmed with joy and happiness and i think that is one of my greatest childhood memories of all time yeah okay, that is that is really nice <laughs> that is really nice um there are some instances where um children when they hear they're getting a little sibling or something they, they're not as welcoming and open yes. as you are. 
we see that your prayer, your prayer to God was very powerful yeah, because it came to life. Yes, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, at what age did you get baptized? And, um, you know, like what led up to that moment of you making that decision to say, you know, hey, I want to be a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. So can you share a bit of that with us? Yes, um, so I think... I had reached this point in my life. I was 11 at the time, 11, 10, somewhere around there. And I was reaching this kind of height in my relationship with God. And I think at that time, yes, it was Pastor Beckles that was our pastor at that time. And every week that I would come to to church, sorry, I would just feel like, overwhelmed with like the holy spirit and like his power like moving in my life so and pastor beckles had like this altar call and it wasn't like a baptism altar call it was just like a regular one but to me it had like touched my heart so much that i went on to mommy and daddy and they were actually really surprised and they were like i told them that i want to get baptized and i feel like this overwhelming like power that God is like putting in me and um I went to them and they said go ahead talk to Pastor Beckles so I went up to him all shy and I was like um I think I want to get baptized and he was like okay and he started to talk about baptism and you know what that meant and about a few weeks after I was baptized and that was that yeah so that was my story yes Right. Baptism. And how you got baptized okay yeah. and i mean along the journey of you know life in general you know we 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 hit little bumps and you know little you know we call them challenges mm-hmm. so can you share with us um some challenges that you would have experienced um since giving your life to christ and uh, the lessons that you learned from them you know because i'm a firm believer that coming out of experiences negative and positive you know we should take a lesson with us and you know develop and be better so can you share a little bit about that with us okay when i think of challenges i think of two specific situations that um i went through well you know as a teenager (laughs) um i okay I started this peer counseling training program and it was at USC and I would go travel up and I would have my little outfits planned and whatever so this day I planned to wear like this black jeans and mommy saw and she was like "Hmm, the jeans not looking too up to standards so she gave me some money to buy some new jeans (laughs) so in my mind I was so happy because i had my eye on this pair of jeans and let me tell you it was it had cuts going all the way down it was just cut 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 so i say yes this is my chance you know to put this to buy this jeans and you know wear it so i went to up i bought the jeans i actually put on a store and went to the um, training program and everybody's like hmm Shania wow you know <laughs> uh, interesting so um time for me to go back home now and 
I think I knew in my head that this wasn't okay because um growing up so protected and stuff like for me that was me kind of I guess rebelling and saying you know I want to do my own thing so I came home and she saw me first and you know how siblings are she is like Shania what is going on <laughs> i then know okay i really i'm going to be in some hot waters so mm -hmm. i then went into the room really quickly took it off um changed really quickly into home clothes mommy was on the phone in the other room so um she didn't see me um but like a few seconds later after changing she came into my room and she was like so shania you bought anything and it's almost like a part of me just knew that I had to tell her so much. I showed her the pants and she was just like, um, Shania, what's, what's this? And um, I think it was just me trying to rebel as a teenager, you know, trying to... I mean, some people say no biggie, but like, it's just like, as you grow up, like, so protected, you want to like, do your own thing mm -hmm. in a sense so i think in that experience i learned a lot about myself personally like looking back at it i look at myself like what were you doing <laughs> like um you know i learned a lot in terms of being able to like control the urge to rebel and uh, channel it in like a positive way instead of like a negative like sneaking off and doing some things and really instead of going behind my parents back like actually talking to them about whatever I want to do another situation um, was um, in school okay. I uh, well <laughs> this day I was supposed to be traveling to Europe to meet my dad and my brother and <laughs> i they usually come a bit late so on this day i decided that well a group of us decided that we were going to walk to cura now i don't know what led me to want to go with them these crazy people and walk to cura so we are walking to Kirab, dogs chasing us. It was like a whole like mad stuff. Like it was just crazy. And we were at the park swinging, being young people, swinging, playing, whatever. And I asked my friend because at that time I didn't have like a phone. Okay. So I asked my friend, can I see your time? And when I looked at the time, I just felt my heart sort of beat fast, fast, fast. I was like, oh no, no, <laughs> this can't be the time. So I literally ran, like rushed down to Kirab walk quick, 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 because the park wasn't too far away. And I speed walked to Kirab and I saw my daddy and she waiting for me. And the look on his face, I already knew. I was just like, oh no, I messed up. I messed up completely and i think from that experience i learned the importance of like not following like the crowd because at the end i don't think it was 
with it. Yes, I, I won't lie, I had a lot of fun, right. but I think the way that I saw my dad, like, kind of looking worried because he thought that like something could have happened happen, to me right. okay. and I think that kind of scared me as well in the sense that I wouldn't I wouldn't want to like worry him mm. in any kind of way so yeah that was what I learned from that experience yeah okay so those experiences um, seem to have put you on the path to where you're like you know what it's not even worth it I'm just gonna <laughs> do what my parents sure. ask and stay focused yeah um but what advice would you give to like other young persons your age who you know maybe struggling um you know feeling like you know they want life to happen now and you know what advice would you give to persons struggling with that peer pressure um wanting to do what they want to do while their parents are saying something else honestly i i think that it would have to be your you would have to have the realization i i don't think that any advice could give like point you to say yes don't do this you know do this. but i think you up in yourself would have to come to the point where mm -hmm. i want to do better mm -hmm. i want to choose to live a different way and i think that's the only and it would have to do with god uh, of course like impressing you and the holy spirit like um, nudging on your consciousness, your subconscious and stuff to really impress you to really change and yeah I think that's yes, the only it's, advice it's I like, could give okay. yeah right I understand so what would you say is your favorite scripture what scripture you just hold on to favorite scripture <laughs> would have to be Psalms 23 4 okay um yeah do I walk to the valley of the shadow of death Mm -hmm. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Mm -hmm. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And I think for me, whenever I feel afraid, I, whenever I repeat that text in a moment of fear, I really feel empowered mm -hmm. um, that God's presence is with me and I am able to overcome whatever situation mm -hmm. I am in. So, yeah. Okay. All right. And well, we know that you come from a very close-knit family. And so I'm sure your parents would share with you um, life lessons and, you know, guide you along the way. What would you say are probably two or three of the greatest life lessons you think they have taught you so far? Um, for me, I would say the greatest ones were firstly, family support. I think that especially during this time um, of COVID-19, yes. I think all of us realize how important and how strong mm -hmm. family support, like how much of an impact family support has on you. Um, for me, I would see like any way daddy would, because now she is at home, daddy would teach she and mm -hmm. mommy i know she would be helping cook clean give up so it's just like so much especially in this time to be i'm so thankful to have family because it's really difficult especially when you feel alone i guess um yes. i think family support is something that they have instilled in me and i think it's a really important lesson mm -hmm. that i've learned the importance of family 
And next one would have to be the importance of having a relationship with God through prayer. And I think they will constantly remind me, yes, Shania, be knowledgeable in the word of God. Yes, that is important. But even more important is your relationship with God. And that's something that they constantly focus on. Um, that your prayer life, your how we, like it's not just like you're praying to this person so far away. Right. They encourage me to like talk to him like he's a friend to me. So anytime in the nights when I'm trying to sleep and I can't sleep, I would just talk to God and say, God, you know what's going on here? You know, like as a friend, um, even when I feel confused and lost, I feel like I could talk to him and say, God, I don't understand what you're doing. Like, I don't understand what's going on in life. But I just, I just hope you're hearing me and that you are going to work this out for the better. So, yes. Yes, and he sure does work everything yes. out for, you know, his good yes. and so that his name can be lifted up. All right, well, thank you so very much, Shania Norega, for no coming and sharing with us <laughs> some of your life experiences and, you know, the, the, as you journey along through life. Thank you so very much. Um, to our listening audience, we're going to take a short break. So stay tuned. Come on home. Home to me. And I will hold you in my arms And I will be there will always Always, always be A place for you at my table Return to me